Ukraine is facing criticism this morning for its use of rocket-fired anti-personnel landmines in territory occupied by Russian forces. Researchers from Human Rights Watch believe the small mines found around the eastern city of Izium have injured over 50 people, including five children. Some have had limbs amputated as a result of their injuries. Joining us this morning is Mary Wareham. Uh, she's Advocacy Director of Human Rights Watch Arms Division. Mary, good morning. Good morning, Patricia. Describe the mines that you have found and where they were discovered. Uh, sure thing. The PFM mines are small plastic blast mines. They're fired into an area, in this case by rocket, uh, land on the ground, uh, and then they detonate when pressure is applied, for example, when somebody steps on the mine or handles it. Uh, PFM mines are pretty notorious. They're also called petal or butterfly mines. Uh, they were used in great numbers by the Soviet Union in Afghanistan a couple of decades ago, causing civilian harm there. So it's really dismaying to see them used uh, in, the, in, the, in the current war in Ukraine. How can you be certain that Ukrainian forces are responsible for these devices? Uh, the the rockets that contained the anti-personnel mines were fired into uh, Izium and the surrounding area from areas that were controlled by Ukrainian forces uh, over a period of five months. Um, our researchers were on the ground. They found the landmines. They saw the remnants of the Uragan rockets that carried them. There's 312 mines in each rocket. Uh, and looked at the direction that the rockets had been fired from. We, so we believe that if you look at all of the evidence together, it strongly suggests that Ukrainian forces uh, were responsible for this mine use, which was directed against uh, what we believe to be Russian military targets in an area that was controlled by, by Russian forces. How so many... it's just kind of inconceivable to, yeah. <laughs> to think that over that period of time, Russia would have fired mines against its own troops and across territory that it, that it hoped to control permanently. And how many people have been injured by these mines and what, what kind of medical treatment uh, did they need? I mean, this research shows how anti-personnel landmines are designed uh, to, to wound and injure rather than kill. Uh, Human Rights Watch researchers found at least 11 victims who had... Um, received uh, traumatic amputation of their foot uh, or their lower limb, uh, but also talked to medical practitioners, doctors who had treated many more victims. Uh, so this is really just what we know. There are likely more victims and they need uh, medical treatment immediately, but also will have lifelong needs uh, to, to deal with the prosthetic limbs that they will be fitted with. Is there evidence that Russia is using similar devices? There's uh, plenty of evidence that Russian forces have used at least eight types of anti-personnel landmines across Ukraine since the beginning of the war. We've issued at least three reports on that, as have others. Um, and that's been strongly condemned by the international community. Um, but violations by one side do not justify violations by the other. So this is why we're, 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 we've issued this report, because we believe we have firm evidence here uh, and we're urging Ukraine to investigate what happened. So you're saying it doesn't justify it, but, but actually at the moment both sides are using them, right? 
this is what it appears to, I mean, Russia is definitely using antipersonal landmines and the evidence we've collected from Izium points to Ukrainian use as well. It's particularly serious because Ukraine has not joined the international treaty banning landmines, but Russia hasn't, but Ukraine has. Uh, so as a state party to that treaty, it's it's taken on a solemn legal obligation to never use antipersonal landmines. Yes, the use of mines is a breach of international humanitarian law, uh, but you're saying only Ukraine has signed up to to this. So, you, so Ukraine is in breach. Russia hasn't even signed up of the treaty. Yes, the treaty comprehensively comprehensively prohibits any use, production, stockpiling, or transfer of antipersonal landmines. Australia, uh, Ukraine, and 162 other countries have signed up to it. And does that put, in your view? more onus on Ukraine because they have signed up? Uh, it does, um, but we're not saying that, that Russian forces are, um, you know, using these mines lawfully either. Uh, any use of uh, antipersonal landmines is abhorrent and should be condemned under, under any circumstances. Uh, and we're, we're, we've, we've issued multiple reports into Russia's use of mines, but also into the abuses and the atrocities that they have committed across the country and continue to do so to this day. Have, have you sent your findings to the Ukrainian government? And if you have, how have they responded? Yes, we've spent the past few months uh, engaging in a dialogue with Ukraine. We've received a statement last November uh, reiterating Ukraine's commitment to the Mine Ban Treaty, saying that it does not use prohibited weapons, uh, but also saying it could not comment on the evidence that we had collected in Izium at this time. It would do so after the war. Um, but we did see a statement from Ukraine issued just today, uh, which um, basically commits to study the report that we've issued very carefully. And we hope that the government will carry out a prompt, thorough and impartial investigation into the findings. Uh, so we welcome further dialogue with the Ukrainian authorities. Uh, and this matters because it's a dialogue that we've attempted but cannot have with, with Russia, unfortunately, regarding its use of landmines. Mm. You are also calling on Russia to stop using anti-personnel landmines and to join this mine ban treaty. <laughs> but really, how realistic is that request? Well, we have to, uh, you know, we have to call it as we see it. Uh, there is evidence that Russia has used anti-personnel landmines extensively uh, and it should be held to account for that. So, obviously, calling out Ukraine is about being consistent on human rights. Some would say, though, that, that Russia has been the provocative one in this war. What's your response to that? Uh, we've issued plenty of reports uh, condemning Russia's use of anti-personnel landmines uh, and detailing the abuses and atrocities that Russian forces have been committing in the course of the war. Do you feel like you're hearing, you, you said you welcomed the latest comments from Ukraine. You said initially they mm -hmm. said we'll deal with this after the war, uh, yes. which is obviously, uh, you know, a problematic answer, given that that may go on for some time and if they're being used now. Uh, is there is there re a real chance that this that their use of these might cease during the war now? Um, that 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 uh, Ukrainian forces commit not to use anti-personnel landmines and comply with the mine ban treaty. This is what we need uh, to see happen. But there are many practical steps that also need to be taken. Uh, Ukraine needs to secure and, st and and destroy its stocks of more than three million anti-personnel landmines, which are the PFM mines and the rockets uh, that we've seen delivered uh, and used in Izium. 
Uh, it needs to keep up the mine clearance activities uh, and provide this, the support that's needed to victims of anti-personnel landmines and of other explosive weapons used in this conflict. Mary, many thanks for your time. Great stuff. Thank you very much. Mary Wareham is the Advocacy Director of Human Rights Watch Arms Division. Think bigger about the world we live in. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN. Me again, podcasters. I hope you're enjoying our coverage of international affairs on RN Brekkie. And if you're looking for more stories that put world events into context, then look for Between the Lines on the ABC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts.